Welcome to Nano Brew the Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. Small business shenanigans. Oh, yeah. Such shenanigans. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. Nappy Towny. Here at. Here at <laughs> Sorry. Studio One here at Books and Brews. Whoop, whoop. Here at Nano Brew, we're talking about doing business on the nano scale. So tiny. So small. small. How we do things here at Books and Brews can learn from us. Learn from our mistakes. So uncountably Many. few. Learn from our successes. Largest number you can think of. All of them. Laugh at us. Cry with us. Boo. Reminder, Nana Brew the Podcast is rated earmuffs. We're going to say a couple of bad words. We do apologize in advance. Mm-hmm. We, I can, I've been listening back to old podcasts, and I can promise it is way cleaner than it used to be. <laughs> much, much more clean. I... Uh, I, I'm actually a little bit of embarrassed myself. So <laughs> if you want to, I, I have a feeling. Listen to him now before the purge. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that I, I, I have a gut feeling that uh, I'm not. This isn't going to be able to linger on my conscience for very long before I go back and shut down a few of the old ones. Please or, do yourself a favor and listen before they are gone. Yeah. Or just recut. There's know. some gem. That would be like oh 90%. What? It would take so what? much time. It would take, it would take, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then you get into yeah. it for like 15 minutes. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> That that's, was like, that's an all or nothing. You either like let it was, go or cut it out. I was like when I was an English teacher, I was like, this is a great idea. And then the very first paper you assign, you see like a stack of 70 of them. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, shit. <laughs> Even if I take 10 minutes to grade each of these, those 700 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Eight. So we're going to say some bad words anyway. We're going to say words like fuck. Shit. Ass. Damn. Mm, fart. Uh, poop. Mm, golly darn. Weenus. Darn it. <laughs> You get the idea. Yeah. Let me introduce myself. My name is Jason. They call me the Funky Boss. They call me MC Pickle. I'm also here with Brian. I'm Brian. I'm the Prophecy. Mm-hmm. I am the Moral Compass 5000. Uh-huh. Moral Compass 5000. Moral Compass 5000. I'm Robot also ears. Time Cop. Been here, done that. Great episode, guys. Oh, and geez. I am Captain Insano. I showed him with you. Oh, jeez. Maybe a little mercy today. Maybe a little. Okay. Bit. Don't forget, Dr. Ham. Dr. Oh, Ham. I did. Dr. Ham. I'm also here with Brandon. Yo, what up? Ostrich Bites. bites. Boom, boom. The contender. <laughs> OB. Could have been somebody. OB if you're nasty. Ooh. OB if you're nasty. I'm not. It's so fine. I guess you're the contender. <laughs> what are we going <laughs> to do here on Nano Brew the Podcast? Well, let me tell you. We're the mullet of podcasts. We are. We're going to do business in the front and then party in the back. Some of our like a little bit of a shaggy mullet. Party's yeah, working its way forward. It really is. The party spews. Yeah. We Love talked about it last time, the the forward mullet comb over, where it just started <laughs> as a mullet, and then you just comb it straight over Ooh. the top. Oh, Ooh, I don't know why wave. ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> the tsunami of haircuts. Oh, the tsunami. <laughs> Dude, I kind of want my my new nickname to be the tsunami. The tsunami. Nah, it's pretty it doesn't bad. really roll off the tongue. No, but it's we'll kind of bad. There's something there. Yeah. I like it. Let's table it. Okay, we'll come back to this. <laughs> We're gonna talk about old business. Old, old business. We're gonna talk about new business. New, 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 new,
I don't get it. We're going to give you our guilty pleasure of the week. So naughty. Bad boy. You bad. You stop it. <laughs> We're definitely going to do our Wendy's beef of the week. Beef. Dave from Dave. the grave. <laughs> Sorry, I slacked <laughs> on that one. And then we're going to stop the brewer. You know it. Oh, yeah. You know it. You I feel know like it. I won last week. We've got, we got the tripod in the house today. That's it. Oh, yeah. We had... Uh, Trifecto, the three, yeah. the three amigos. Three yeah, we are going to have... Uh, Kamal was going to be here, but then she had to work a job. Oh, that's I lame. Yeah, no longer the champ. <laughs> nope, definitely not. Definitely not. She's been dethroned. Oh, which I have... I'm going to save it. Ooh. I'm gonna save it. Kamal, you're listening to this. You're my beef. Oh, <laughs> but you're gonna have to wait to hear why. Oh, oh delayed beef. We oh, got a time listen bomb? further because it's a good one. I cannot wait to hear this. I'm making a note of it so I don't forget it. You got to start with the end story teaser first to draw everybody's attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, very professional here at nice. Nanobrew the podcast. That's what we thrive on. So let's get it started with old business. Old business. Old, 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 old business. Old Ford Model T. Old business. Rotary phone. Old, old, VHS tapes. Floppy disks. Train tracks. Old, old, The gold rush. Stagecoach. Westward expansion. Oh, Manifest Destiny. Manifest Old business. Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Oh, history. Yeah, a little history lesson for you. Uh, last time on Nano the Podcast. So, <laughs> talked about. Uh, I'm a little behind. I'm a little behind. What did we talk but let about? Me fill, but, let me, but let me fill you in. There's the been a lot of stuff happening. We talked about. I will. <laughs> I tell you a couple of cool things that happened. Number one, my uh, our, our new business segment last week, which I am maybe oddly passionate about talking about because I like strategy. I like strategy games. Um, I just like anything that involves some sort of conscious efforts to outthink as opposed to, you know, I think a lot of people live life on improv and on a whim and try to make up their mind in the moment. Whereas I, I'm just extremely interested in, everyday interactions and being pre-armed with different strategies and things to do. So anyway, the, the point of the rambling is that I was talking about being aggressive last time. Hmm. And the reason this is interesting to me on like a, on a nerd level. So the, the game that I was obsessed with was Starcraft two. And I'm a big fan of real time strategy games in general. And I know Brian, you're a huge board gamer. Mm hmm. And this is an interesting... What's interesting to me about board games and StarCraft 2, stuff like that, is that maybe maybe we're getting to the realm now with like professional gaming where they're starting to get into the sabermetrics, if you will, of games. But here's what's interesting to me. Is that in baseball, for example, everyone drink. Uh, reminder, <laughs> when I say baseball, you have to drink at home. <laughs> baseball, baseball, baseball. They're trying to get me drunk. Get me drunk. Hey, Jason, can you tell me what's sitting on that black cabinet right there? It's a baseball. <laughs> hey, Brian and I had a catch in the back alley. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> so in the game of baseball, the team that <laughs> scores first wins an absurd amount of the time. Really? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, huh, I did not know that. And 
part of it in baseball, there's a little more strategy to it because it's a long season. So when you get behind, like there's legitimate strategy behind just kind of sandbagging, like just like taking your L, coming back the next day with your best players fresh, especially with your pitching staff. Because you, because the last thing you want to do is chase with your best players from behind and, and then, then start the next game and then lose. And out. now your now your best pitchers are all spent that is, that is and tired. Yeah. So it's interesting how to how managers manage that over the course of hundred. Are you listening, games. Terry Francona? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, beef. beef. We'll save the beef for that. Um, the other thing is StarCraft 2. Be aggressive. There's be, no, me- there's, be no aggressive. there's no metrics for this, right? But I always fared to guess the person who attacks first. Because it's, you know, resource building, city building, you're building units, you're building little armies. Let's just put it yeah. that way. If you haven't played... Like little cities of armies. Yeah, you're building little armies <clears throat> and buildings that produce units that fight. It doesn't matter what. Just say armies. Yeah. If you're the first person to attack, a lot of times the other person goes into, like, patch mode, right? Yeah. yeah they're, they're trying to be like, oh, shit, you... You know, you blew this shit up, or you did this. So they're trying while the, while they're trying to patch their stuff. You're just constantly streaming attack. Yeah. Even well, if then they have to then they have to develop a steady army to try to stop you. Even and they're on just, the defensive. Yeah. Even if it's yeah. just annoying, cloying, t- like tiny hit or miss attacks here and there. What it does is that it sh- like turtle shells them, and then you get the ability to expand wider yep. and take over, basically surround them. And you don't map. have to worry about them coming at you. Yeah. And that and that's the point is that the best defense is a good offense. So that as long as you're on offense, and as long as you're the one that's attacking, um, you don't even have to worry about setting up a defense. You don't have to worry about, you know, like and I'm not making it nerdy, but any kind of walls, any kind of, yeah. you know, you don't have to worry about any of that shit because you're the aggressor. And I've always found. And anyway, you can go back and listen. I talked about I talked about it about business a little bit more, but I love how it's fascinating in games. And this is mm-hmm. interesting to me because I'm also you know my my guilty pleasure I've talked about extensively is stats. You know, I just love I love stats. Oh, yeah. I'm a big stat rat nerd, and um, I love that basketball and football have gone like the saber metric routes and have all these really interesting uh, metrics uh, to to evaluate players. Um, yeah, I was looking at my fantasy football f- team. And there is so much ridiculous stuff that you could look up, like about, and it, it's at every game with every every single player, like their opportunity to break out or like bust or whatever. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. You mentioned fantasy football. I had that written down. I definitely had a point about that for my new business. Uh, hopefully, it'll come up when we get there. But uh, it's anyway. It's really interesting to me. So anyway, aggressive aggressive business is winning business. Like I've always said it. Like being at, like almost eliminating defense. I, I tell our staff a lot of the times, um, you know, if it's NBA All-Star Game. If you ever watched the NBA All-Star Game, it's it's we're going to let you score as fast as you can because that just means we get the ball back faster so we can try to score. Yeah, right. yeah seriously. You know, so trying to win the game 200 to 199 as opposed to 50 to 49. And I've been in businesses in the past as an employee. And it's way more fun to watch. That, it, well... That it's, it's. I want to win a game two hundred to fifty nine. Well, though. I'll put it. I'll put it this way. Some of my past was so untrustworthy. Whether it was the customers, or the employees, so you know tight on the system, so tight <laughs> on the cleaning. Not that you obviously need all these things, but so tight on that that it affected revenue. That everyone is so afraid of doing the things wrong that's going to get them yelled at that they're not selling. Like at the end of the day. Revenue solves all issues. Like there's 
there's times when you have to go, yo, time to tighten the belt because we're leaking money like a sieve. Yeah. However, you know, there is going too far. There's going too far in a direction of um, now we're, we're not even, we're more worried about, you know, how we clean and what we do than even serving the customers. And that's, that's too far. Yeah. You know, that's too far. So win the game on offense, yo. Do it. It's the new business. Cool. So I'm excited about the it. New business. The newest to new. Oh, shit. Burn up in your face and diss you. <laughs> the, the cloud of clouds. That's, that's from the beginning of uh, Sounds of Science, I think, by BC Boys, Paul's Boutique. Oh. Like still, we argued about this, but still the best BC Boys album. I'm, 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 I'm starting, you're, you're, I'm starting, starting to, to be sold. There? I'm starting to be sold. I picked it up on Time is money. special at the record money. store. I don't know why. The BS money. Record the store. Store. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I bought it on vinyl. Leave me alone. Oh boy, what's new? Teslas. Flying cars. Oh, SpaceX. Did you say SpaceX? SpaceX. Self-tying shoes. Oh, that's so new. Self-driving cars. Jetpacks. Hoverboards. Oh, living on the moon. Living on Mars. Oh, Martians. We're we are the Martians. Oh, the fucking goblin planet. The goblin. What? <laughs> New business. Dude, what's this goblin planet? Dude, yeah. Of? So uh, it made like, me think of that because you're we're talking we we're like it's a planet of goblins. No, no. They discovered it's a, planet a planet shaped planet. like a goblin. They discovered a planet that is out beyond Pluto. That was something that they always had thought was theoretical, and it's one of those things. I didn't read the articles, but all the science mags picked it up. Let's see, October fourth. So it was all that they've, they've verified it that there is a new planet and it's way out there and they call it they're calling it Goblin. Why? Nice, Why? right? That's it. That's Why? because like millennials. <laughs> what the fuck? Shout out millennials let's, for making let's science. Call it, let's call really it fucking cool. Let's call it nail bug. <laughs> <laughs> no man, Goblin's great. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm on board with that I, one. I like can't it. wait that next like my daughter's gonna be in science class and they're gonna be like, uh, Planet Goblin. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> Name the planets. There's Mars and Saturn and Venus and Goblin. <laughs> I don't like it. It's going to be put in a song somewhere. I don't like it. <laughs> I am against this. I am boycotting said planet. Uh, so anyway, I guess, I don't know. There's some sort of doomsday theory with Planet X. I haven't, I've I haven't. read about really, that. I don't really understand. So supposedly this Goblin planet, like the verification of the Goblin planet, is supposed to be some sort of step in the direction of verifying that there is a Planet X. Why don't they just call it Planet X? Oh, because like everybody'll freak out about Planet it. It's not Planet X. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, like disc- so. Suppose I don't know. Yeah. You can read it. Google that. It's way here's too what, new business for us. It's here's what's, cra- it's, here's it's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy for me. New. We have our Hubble tel- telescope pointing all over the place. That's showing us all these other galaxies forever away, yeah. and yet we're discovering another planet in our own solar system. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you know how science and shit like that works? Yeah. Like okay. when you're looking that far out, like a one millimeter change. Is gonna is you're gonna be thousands, hundreds yeah. of thousands of miles, light years even off. Like depending I on how far away. Astronomical you are. units. All right, uh, <laughs> we're, I'm I'm getting a I'm getting. I, a, I don't know how many parsecs that is. I'm getting know. a text message that's no bueno, so I need to pause for a Uh-oh. second for station identification. Hold on. Hey, we're back. Hey, hey we're back. Oh man, as Brandon would say, when you want to make all the calls, you get all the calls. So yeah. true. So. Someone was frantically sending me a picture of something leaking. So the sky is falling. The sky is falling. Usually, uh, if you're a homeowner, you already know this. But if you're not a homeowner and you become one, and/or business owner, if there's water coming from anywhere, 
it's probably panic mode, whether it's the floor or the ceiling or a faucet. The, the walls. With the drains. Man, I tell you. Quick side note tell on that. Me right now. Hit me so, fast. family in the baseball park industry. Wow. I drank all my beer. So, in the in the off season. <laughs> already? Well, we, we were waiting. Chugging. We were waiting for you for like 15 minutes. Okay, minutes. all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, in the, in the ballpark industry, you winterize. The you know the sweet levels and all that stuff, which but you empty out all of the uh, automatic automatic sprinkler systems, all those oh, things. Oh yeah, see, well, I in, would never think to do that as a homeowner. First time a homeowner, I would fuck up my house. And then well, no, you don't have to do it as a homeowner. You just have to make sure to keep your house warm enough that you're not shit's not going to freeze. Gotcha. So at the ballpark, one of the problems is huge. You know, there's just a lot of places for shit to yeah, freeze. No kidding. And not only that, but it's in Michigan, and Michigan everything freezes. It's not in like Michigan. it gives you a warning like. Like, hey, yo, um, you got a two-week warning. It's yeah. going to be fucking cold soon, so yeah. you might want to do this. It's like, oh, it's 65. Now it's negative 10. And so yeah. my parents, once in the uh, 12 years they owned the ballpark, had a pipe burst in the suite level in the hallway. Oh. And so if you're not, hey, Pete, shout out, Pete. Shout out, Pete. Um, if you've ever seen a automatic sprinkler system being broken or a pipe being burst, it's like... Unfathomable amounts of water are pushed through. <laughs> it's it really is ridiculously really? like oh my god! It flood the whole fuck. I mean, you have minute. I mean, it'll be flooding flooding in minutes. Like standing water, inches of standing water in minutes. Ooh. Yeah, and it will never end. And Just so it will. It will flood the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> One it'll be Noah's Ark. <laughs> and that's how Water World started. <laughs> damn frozen pipe. So. The racket is because water damage is such a significant problem. Yeah. The the um, water damage repair companies are a racket. Yeah. Because you know who's paying for it? Not the homeowners. Their insurance. Yeah. So anybody who has a business where they're banking off of this is this is this is a. Uh, my skeptical upbringing of our cynical upbringing. Anybody who's banking their business off of getting paid by insurance companies are usually marking that shit up because the oh, insurance yeah. companies are paying for it. Yeah. Right. And they'll just pass it on with increased rates to the consumer inevitably. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, this company comes in and, you know, they do some things and basically, I mean, essentially part of it is just setting up massive industrial fans, right. Yeah, to like yeah. try to dry this shit out. And you look at the invoice, and my parents like literally took the had to take the invoice, even though they're not paying for it. Even the insurance company's covering it. They went and fought the invoice because like it's like industrial fan five hundred dollars a day. Yeah, it's like come on, man. You already <laughs> you, bought. Yeah, you, you can you, buy that fan twice for five hundred dollars. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You're using my electricity to run. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, screw that. <laughs> That's the funniest part. Yeah, it's yeah. my electricity, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna bill you for electricity. Yeah, six hundred dollars a day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's shady, dude. Yeah, that's shady. Oh, as man. Fuck. All right. New business. New, New. business. New, 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 Here was my epiphany this last week. So, what is not an epiphany is the fact that when you're marketing, you want to try to find things that people remember, people identify you with, things that will go viral. You know, that's the that's the phraseology these days. People are going to share it that you didn't have to pay them to share it. You know. Um, and I realized it during my childhood what was one of the most successful versions of this that was a complete fucking accident. And I'm going to try to simultaneously Google it so I will give the actual story 
Um, but that is the game Contra. If you Ooh. are of my, if you are of my age, ish, I'm 37. Range. If you were growing up in the 80s, then when I say the word Contra, you can maybe not give me the exact cheat code, but almost everybody knows up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, select, start, get 100 lives. And know Mortal Kombat's blood code. Instead. And you know Mortal Kombat's blood code, right? Yeah, Which yeah. is what? A, B, A, C, A, B, B. Yeah. <laughs> Burned into my brain forever. Doesn't it make Ab- like... Have a cab, dude. Doesn't... Uh, does someone make... Do you, do you get like oh. a... Or it's like, like a get over here. I think oh, is, is that it, what you do? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. You get it, yeah. yeah. Like, or oh. no, no, no. It actually like the, the, the letters on the, the main screen turn red. Ah, of course. Oh. And then, blood. And then like the blood. blood starts to like float out the just, screen. They just turn red and then it's on. And then it is on. Blood everywhere. And then once it's on, it can't be it off. It can't be off. Nope. It's already on. So Contra, Contra, my understanding of the legend is that they make this two-player side-scrolling shooter game, which is, I mean, when you look at the cover of it, it's a total ripoff of the movie Predator. Oh, absolutely. Like it is. Like absolutely. Look at, like it is. Totally, oh, yeah. Like the main yeah. character is a dead ringer for Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Like yeah. Um, which is which and is the, cool. The, the alien things look kind of like cool. alien. Like, yeah, it looks like it's kinda alien. Yeah. You want to join us, Kyle? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool, man. So anyway, the the point of it is is that this was totally by accident. This is my understanding of this, what? and I don't even I don't even care I don't even care if uh, um, I'm wrong about this, but. The part of it's true is about how it's stuck in everyone's head, and they didn't pay for you to be stuck in your head. Yeah. Like you remember, like when you think Contra, you'd have total recall of like I. Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's not necessarily. <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Put it up your nose until you hear the crunch. It's <laughs> great. Oh, oh man. Continue. <laughs> total Recall is still to this day a movie where you watch and you're just like. What the fuck is happening? Yeah, no, I agree. Like, what is hundred percent? What is really going on here? Like, who is making these movie making decisions? <laughs> yeah. It's not even. I mean, it's one thing to make a movie that you know has a lot of misdirection yeah, and mystery, yeah. but it's another thing to be like, why? Yeah, why are these things occurring yeah. on my TV screen? <laughs> so back to Contra. The legend is, as I understand it, that um, they made the game and. When they went to play test it, it was it was too hard. Yeah, like yeah. the game's way too hard. It really you is. get three lives, and, and you lose them in fifteen yeah, seconds. You're gone. Yeah, you might make it to level two. Well, then, I don't even remember if there are there like life bars. I feel like if you get hit, well, you die. Yeah, if you get hit, you die one time. And the thing is, you can steal your you can steal your buddy's life too. So it's like shared lives almost. So if you lose yours, you can steal theirs, and then they're fucked. So and of course, everybody stole their buddy's life. And again, I'm making some of this up. Based I was on the one what that got I think I remember from. <laughs> I was always alive. I was always alive. Always alive. Yeah, that was that was kind of bullshit. If you're you're playing with someone who really sucked, yeah, and then so they they go through ninety nine lives, yeah. and then you're the one that dies like on the last mission. You're yeah. like, oh, this is bullshit, yeah, you motherfucker. I used the whole thing with one life, <laughs> which was impossible. There was a couple levels in there where you knew if I don't have at least forty lives going into this oh, boss, yeah. I can't win. You're ba- yeah. ba- basically that was part of the strategy was basically just to rationing. <laughs> well, it, well, not just to ration, but the only way to really beat the boss was not try to stay alive. It was like basically 
Just die. They basically just accept the fact that you charge them knowing you're going to yeah. die. That's the only way to get a good shot on it. Because well, if you tried to stay in the back and shoot it, they yeah. just be like, ping, ping, ping. It's like yeah. a, it, was, it was my first recollection of having bosses. And again, I'm not, I don't go uber deep game nerd, but like, yeah. it's my recollection of the first bosses that had like these soft spot. Yeah. Like the, like these, like these smog, like missing mm-hmm. scale for yeah. the arrow, Lord yeah. of Rings reference, you know? Um, shit, what was I going to say? Nothing. You were saying? <laughs> I don't know. Continue. Nothing. I got nothing. So, what? I mean, there's a lot of things to love about this game. Oh, I remember. Okay. So when you die, <laughs> yeah. when you die, you, you you come back, but you're like kind of half blinking, and so bullets in, in like, civil- oh, yeah, invincibility frames, you, dude. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 so as you're for a minute, yeah, for yeah, so you can just go. Part of the, like, you can just charge in and blast exactly, is, yeah. Which is part of trying to, yep. like, not caring to kill yourself because yes. you know when you pop back up, you're gonna at least two more shots. Yeah, you die again. that's true. And, you know, again, part of the reason I think we have recall of that is because just the nature of having that cheat code was total breaking ground. Yeah. I mean, it was 100% a brand, brand new thing to be able to have all these lives. And I started thinking about that, and I was like, man, that was that was like a such outside-the-box major. That's the first thing I could ever remember. And like you said, Mortal Kombat's another one that had the blood code. Because um, it was really controversial. Yeah, that was like the, one of the first games to where it was like gory. Right. Uh, so they took the blood out. So that way, that was their mea culpa. It was like, for people who want the blood, here's like the code to do it. Yeah. Which is everyone who buys the game. Yeah, the they way. all want it. They all want the blood. <laughs> but I guess it's a way for them to get through like a... Like the... Pe- the ratings. Like Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like they didn't even have them back then, but that's probably why. Yeah, exactly. Right after that, they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you sneaky fuckers. <laughs> So it got me thinking. I'm like, man, like I feel like I can even tell you the games that broke the mold with some of these brand new features that you never saw before. Kind of in the same way that I can tell you. And again, this is, this is these are personal memories based on what I have never seen before. Same way, like in music. Like I remember listening to Tribe Called Quest for the first time. Never heard anything like that. Like jazz, like jazz beat in the background and yeah. rapping over it. I remember hearing Rage Against the Machine for the first time and being like, what yeah. is happening? Yeah. It's like metal band with... Re- what is... What's, yeah, what is going what on? What is this music? I remember uh, seeing The Matrix for the first time. Not that chord. Oh, The Matrix. I remember seeing The Matrix for the first time and just like all the camera work and yeah. the kung fu shit flying through yeah. the air and the, susp- the, the suspension work. I remember the... Uh, it was uh, Terminator 2. That was a huge oh, breakthrough. Dude, I saw Terminator. My brother, because it was already a movie. Yeah, and, and it was, had like there was like special effects like have that had never been done on that scale before. I had to have been it's like the cantina eight. scene in Star Wars. all the effects that went into just having all those different aliens. And oh shit yeah. In there. Oh yeah. Same song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just keeps going forever. <laughs> and Jabba's like, inga, inga, inga. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Job of the Hut dying noise, one of my favorite sound bites. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, pass. Oh. <laughs> so, does who kills? Does Princess Leia kill Job of the Hut? Yeah, she, yeah, she, she strangles it with her. With the, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, good times. So, I started thinking about it. What games can you think of? So, or what music movies? So, for me, and then I thought about Mario with like the flutes. Remember, the flutes were like. Holy shit! You oh yeah! Oh, dude, you got to duck down and like you can go behind the state or the scene or whatever, like in Mario Three. Oh yeah, but, yeah. yeah. You like, can run, run behind, and then that's like where you get the flute. Behind the screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it's a really interesting concept. We're getting the warp pipes in the first Mario. Yeah, yeah. We can, 
You can go remember. I remember being so stressed out because I have a fear of drowning and like the Mario like water scenes. <laughs> so like claustrophobic, stressed out. Like Mario's got to take a breath, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he can hold his breath for this long. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a, he's so a plumber. He's <laughs> dives around. Well, he's a plumber. He's in water. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, what you got? Uh, yeah, you, the first time you you remember a band or something that broke the mold the first time you heard it? Um, I think I've talked about one of my favorite bands of all time. It's called the Foreign Exchange, um, and they started as like a hip hop group with one dude from North Carolina and another dude from the Netherlands, and they created a whole CD and had never actually met. They just like sent. Oh yeah, and um, but so their whole CD wow. was pretty much like all hip hop, and it was awesome. But then they met and they started working together. And their next CD was like all, it was like a, a, a mashup of like R&B, hip hop, soul, blues, jazz, and like all their stuff afterwards was really similar. And it was just like a, a conglomeration of all these things, especially that nobody expected. Like everybody expected more hip hop. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. It just it was kind of showed a, a complete branching out. Um, you know, that's ooh. interesting with music is that, and maybe it was just my specific age range where... I had a bunch of bands that I got into when I was like 12, 13, 14. And then by the time I got into college or past, it was like their later albums were so different. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, that, but, that's, but that's weird. What's well, like I'm the, wondering about that. In terms the Red of Hot Chili Peppers, they've like reinvented themselves like six times over any again. Band, any, worse, band, any band that's going to succeed has to change yeah. at no, some it, point. It, if yeah, you do the same worse. album nine times in a row, you're, yeah. Yeah. you're not going to be you're not gonna And be some good. people are going to hate it, on that, but yeah, other people but will appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You need to, gr- as a fan, you need to grow with the band that is then also growing and adapting yeah. also, sound as well. On a quick side note, the movie Hot Fuzz. Love I f- that movie. So I feel like that movie is two movies in one. You have the first because it's a pretty long movie. The, the, great the first half, <laughs> the greater good. The first half is like a me, serious, like like serious <laughs> de- de- detective movie. It's not serious at all. Well, dude. no, I mean it's like detective-ish, like trying to solve. And then it just hits the point to where they roll through the town, like with just like guns everywhere, and like yeah, even they, the old yeah, lady they jump, on the bike yeah, jump through the ass shooting a gun. You have a jump through the ass yeah. shooting two guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like hits a point to where it's like. <laughs> hilarity and chaos ensues, and these two guys take on the whole town of everybody. Yeah, it's pretty. And hilarious. it's yeah, it's hilarious. But again, it's like it's like two different movies, like the build up to that, and then it's just like shit hits the fan and goes from there. But cool. Back, but back to Terminator Two, I think my, my brother st- stuck me in the theater. When oh, I was nice. Like eight. So yeah. I saw that movie in the theater. Yeah. And I do. I remember being like, "What the? Yeah. Fuck? Like, and I remember the the um the gra- gra- the special effects. Yes. Of the Whatever it was, T9, whatever it was. T1000? Oh, yeah. Uh, what the hell is that actor's name? He's I don't always know. the bad guy. I don't know, but he definitely fit that, that role well. He was amazing. I still have... Like, if him sprinting nobody, towards the car, dude? For, and to this day, you know, that, that's interesting. Like, to this day, if I went outside, if you were of, if you've seen that movie, you could re- recreate his run, and everyone would go, yeah. oh, dude, Terminator 2. Yeah, seriously. Because he has such, like, the... like. Locked ninety degree yes. arms, like, like running hand, perfect, like locked straight like forward, one hundred percent fucking perfect posture. Yeah. Like a robot, like a robot they built couldn't have actually run more perfect. I agree. Loved it. Loved it. What about you, Brando? You got anything that blew your mind like that? Games, movies, movies. Music? I was I was really young, so like I, 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 my my perception was pretty limited. But I saw the first Men in Black in theaters, and it fucking blew my mind. Just like this again, the special effects, just like the concept of aliens, aliens just in general being, a, being one of us. Um, 
Orion's Belt, man. Side note, <laughs> best right. moment for any man in black movie is definitely the beatboxing scene between Will Smith and Bismarcky. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. You and Max <laughs> could do that ridiculous. Dude, that shit is funny. Good, oh, old, man. good old Bismarcky. Dude, love it. What about you, Kyle? Kyle joining us. Kyle, what's the question? The, the, so, is so he, this is, is so this he, was is he uh, live. Is he active? Yeah, yeah. I think you're all in. Test it. Check one two. Check one two. Yeah, I think you're good. Cool. Oh, right, he, he grabbed the late busted arrival. mic. That's all I was worried about. No. Sorry. You're good. Oh, is it? Well, as long as it's just not moving, I don't think. Here, we'll break for a second. Get our good buddy Kyle in here. And, we <laughs> get, and we're back on the podcast. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Howdy. So, so uh, we're going around the room, Kyle, and the question to you is, uh, I was talking about Contra. Are you familiar? No. So Contra, Contra was Baby. a game back in the 80s that was like the first game where you had a cheat code built in. So mm. after that, what was? Uh, did you have a Game Genie? Do you guys have Game Genies? No. I had all, so all after that... Because because there was no such thing as like a cheat code or anything. You actually had to like alter the game itself. Yeah, it was like basically yeah. So you had a thing called a game genie that you would plug the game into and then plug the game genie into the system, and then the game genie almost had like a it like hijacked like the boot of the game so that you were able to before the game was booting, you know, like basically modify. You know what you're doing, so you had all these weird fucking cheats. That was impressive technology for back for those games, if you really think about it. Well, I mean, those little cartridges. Well, especially like to be able to for the game genie people to be able to go out and go. There's a thousand games out there. Yeah. We have to be able to, you know, individually for every little yeah. game have some sort of. And maybe I don't know. Maybe the code is blanket for like all the games together. I don't know. But be, it seems like it would be. Uh, generally, with a lot of them, there's like at the end of the actual game's code, there are hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of lines of just empty space because like each cartridge has a set amount of space on it, and it's all used by basically nothing. Like. Except aside from what is actually the game, the rest of it is just nothing or temporary memory, which is a lot of what it will edit, like when you change your lives or like you change like like a visual something or like let like a level skip huh. or what have you. So here's that's why you can that's why you can turn it like once you shut it off and take the game genie out, you can plug it back in and you don't always forever have ninety nine lives because it's all just editing the temporary memory. Or in, but in it would um, also fuck up sometimes. Like you could, like, you definitely could. Like, like you try to load the game, would be all skewed. Oh, and, like, yeah. you know, it definitely was not one hundred percent. But Contra was the first game where um, to fill you in, Kyle. Minute, just uh, ten seconds. They made the game. It was too hard. So like, oh shoot, let's put in a cheat code so you have a hundred lives. So mm. I saw I saw a um, there's a great follow on Facebook called the Throwback Lounge, and this is this is all they do is they post like trailers for movies based on like the release anniversaries or games based on. So mm. it was like 32 years ago today, Pee Wee's Playhouse debuted on TV, <laughs> you know, and then it has oh, yeah. the trailer. So Throwback Lounge had Contra on, and however, you know, it must have been 30 years ago now, and so. I was like, damn, I still remember the code. Like, mm -hmm. like, you know, and the idea of, oh shit, like there's something there. The idea that there's something so new, so brand new and, and mold breaking that stuck in my memory that cost them zero dollars of marketing. Like, that, it wasn't them trying to market the game by doing that. They just wanted some people to be able to live more than like 30 seconds in the game because it was so hard. So it wasn't like, oh, this is a great, you know, it was totally out of accident that this is, in my opinion, one of the greatest zero-dollar marketing schemes of all time 
the fact that 30 years later, I can remember what the code is. Well, if I remember correctly, it wasn't even supposed to be in there in the first place. I'm pretty sure. Supposed to be I, I want, I, I'm not 100%, but I... It was like a second run of like the game. Well, no, like they put it in for the game testers because the game testers couldn't test the whole game because they couldn't get far enough. So they're like, <laughs> okay, like we program this thing and you hit these buttons, it'll give you 99 lives. And so then the word to the got end. out. And then they just never took it out of the game. Yeah, mm, I believe okay. that's interesting. So the so the con, the extrapolation there was, and I took it into movies, and I took it the idea that something you saw, heard, played was so groundbreaking for you, right? Because people who are really into games would probably would, would maybe come to me and be like, "Well, actually, you know, yeah, there was twenty seven games and nine, yeah. whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I was like, "Holy shit! I can press a bunch of buttons and I, something happens, and all of a sudden I have a hundred lives." Like that Especially was compared to three, amazing. That was yeah. really cool. And so, um, the the question in a pop culture art in your face way was, what else has, has did that for you? And then the my trying to trying to drag that metaphor into business is, how do you harness the idea of let's do something that is so? I mean, okay. First of all, for you, music, games, movies. What was something you saw that has stuck in your memory primarily because it was so different than anything else you'd ever seen or experienced or heard? Um, so mine is I play Super Smash Brothers Melee on the GameCube quite a bit still. And so I grew, like, grew up playing it. It's a huge like, cult oh, Yeah, exactly. Huh? Really and that came because basically these kids who were out on the East Coast, or excuse me, the West Coast, you know, they started playing against each other, doing tournaments and stuff like that. And basically, they just started figuring things out that were in the game that wasn't intended by the creators. Like, Melee was never supposed to be a hyper-competitive game. It was only supposed to be, like, party game. Right, kind of like Wii Sport, like Joe. Exactly. It was not supposed to be as fast-paced, but there's just, like, little triggers based off of platforms, buttons, like, certain combinations that allow crazy stuff to happen and they're still discovering new things every year Holy crap. but it's created this like huge cult falling off of it and it was just supposed to be this like really easy fun going game and then even the creators of it originally like didn't even want um like competitive tournaments to happen so they wouldn't allow it into like the major gaming tournaments at first because really? they were like yeah this is not intended we don't want it there but the like the build up for it got such a following that they eventually just had to let it happen mm, so even wow. in the newer games the creators went back and took mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff out to create, so it wasn't as competitive. But again, the players are just so good at it; they so they've still figured out tricks and just how to speed up the game and how to make it way more competitive. Huh. So I think that that's my like seeing how people take something that was not intended. Even though I mean, it's not like an underlying code or you know it wasn't intended, but it's just made this huge following that it's one of the most competitive games like in these like huge tournaments like Evo and everything like that. So that's probably mine. It's interesting. And I'm trying. To, I'm trying to find parallels in there, like in the things that, I mean, for music in in movies, maybe it's not as obvious. But I feel that in games, like taking your your example, my example of Contra, and that was something that the consumer was doing was giving them a reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't even necessarily intentional, but it was there, and it wasn't even something. Or, I mean, who knows? Maybe there's some designer somewhere being like, oh, dude, we're going to slip in yeah, all this exactly. stuff where, like, a couple of extra combos and all of a sudden the game goes into hyperspeed or something, mm-hmm. you know? Or, because I, I, I don't know the example of, of the melee, but I know for, for Contra, to my knowledge, it 
the word got through not from the business. Like people just found out like, yo, yeah. you can get a hundred likes, you do this. And it felt very in. You felt like very inside. I, like, I know things. Like, oh shit. Like this is like a secret knock on the fucking door. Yeah. Like I'm in the club. You well, know? There, there was like, it was like a big thing was like, like, especially like with Contra, like cheat code hunting, like before you had the capability to basically open up the, like pull up the files to a game and hunt through it. Oh yeah. Like people would just mash buttons like well, very was... meticulously or just do certain things like trying to see if they can find a cheat or if they can find a cheat code. Well, there was huge, there was huge magazines game uh, I can't even, I can't remember game the name former dude yeah like like and they were like 10 bucks a pop per month and it's like oh if you're stuck on the new level of this game like it'll explain a little bit like that shit was expensive mm-hmm. and there was no internet just to google it you know what i mean or there was but not re- readily accessible like today and and where i'm getting with that is for me i played a lot of video games growing up i don't have the recall for those games like i do for contra yeah and then I started thinking about that fact, and I thought, man, maybe there's something to that. Like, there was something that I did that I learned that I knew that I, there was a, you know, I had a role in that. And maybe that is something that we can take into marketing that is a little bit in that. You guys seen Ready Player One or the book? Mm-hmm. So I've seen it. It's a little, it feels like a little bit of that Easter egg, like, yeah. Like the thing is out there for you to kind of figure out on your own, find on your own. There's no time clock. There's no it's just you figure sitting at a screen going, I know there's a reward there. I know there's something really super awesome behind this wall of whatever that I need to figure out. I don't know. And then the reward of figuring it out is is pretty amazing. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. Yeah, I liked it. The book is, the book is uh, better in the sense that I heard it's different too. Well, it's, it's well, no, it's just the movie's kind of Cliff Notes version with pop culture. Mm-hmm. The book is a way, it's a like deep cut '80s and '90s pop culture. Whereas I think they were like, "Yo, no, no one, new, nobody's new gonna get it. this shit. Dude, no one's gonna get this shit in the movie." I theater. do, I do love the scene, and I think it's the very beginning where he they sh- they're showing his avatar. In in the whole system, and they've got all the other avatars. Battle Toads are in there. Just yeah, I mean every single like yeah. all of the all things. Pop culture funny. Yeah, and he's his car is the Back to the Future car. Like right, it's pretty cool. Right, right. So anyway, that's something I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about um, what if we like hid coupons and books. I know I kind of mentioned this on our. We have a we have a franchising messenger group. We message on. Anyway, I'm trying to think of like. What if we had some sort of, I mean, we, it's not like we can do a secret knock on the wall or like a passcode, like, like, oh, what did you say? Oh, oh, you said uh, bananas. Oh, well, then you get a free beer. Yeah, right. I mean, we can't, you can't do that. Yeah. The person the next to you, we need to, get, to hear, you know, we need to get a golden mug. It needs to. We had the chalice. Well, we did. We had the chalice for yeah, a while, but, but that didn't like, work out very well. No. We had, well, it so, wasn't really gold. There's the first one. Yeah, problem. no. It's, well, <laughs> we can make it fucking gold. We need, not, not real, we need a blacksmith. I'm not going to yeah, real gold. Yeah, we need to bring a blacksmith no. this bitch. We're going we're gonna to steal a bunch of gold bars from Fort Knox. We're going <laughs> to melt speaking, them down. Speaking I'm of in. video this games. This is the plot of National Treasure 4. Right, speaking, speaking, speaking when do we steal games, the Declaration of Independence? Speaking of video games, I've talked about this game often. Fire. Is the, ori- the, the, uh, the Super Nintendo, the original Bomberman. Super basic. That game is amazing. It got so competitive. And that's where it comes from is in that game, if you won a set of like, you could set it for like four matches. If you won the set of four, um, then you get to be the golden bomber man. 
That's where it's from. What? I, I don't anyway, know. never no, mind. Screw you guys. Here's the idea. <laughs> it doesn't that, explain that very well, but it's a cool game. The, uh, I'll tell you this episode, like the greatest marketing angle of all time, and that is oh, clickbait. How to click, like, yeah, and that's clickbait. <laughs> Number seven will blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. But then you have to, at the end, parentheses, not clickbait. Yeah. And all the pictures that they use to suck you in aren't even in anywhere yeah. in there. And you at can, all. And as soon as you hit next, like 37 pop ups come oh. up, and you just give up anyway. Now yeah. infiltrating oh. your computer. Yeah, I'm always like, fuck, reach. If I ever click on a list and you get the next button, I'm like, nah, dude. Nope. I, the only list I, I look at for all on one page. Yeah, right, one yeah. Page. Ugh, beef. It's like, well, I'd really like to find out what Uncle Joey's up to, but I'm not going to click through 37 yeah, posts and yeah. to find out. <laughs> so the greatest marketing angle of all time is to have something unforgettable. Like, not just memorable. Memorable is one thing. Like, I remember things, and you remember them vaguely. That cheat code is unforgettable. Like, it is seared into my brain, just like the Mortal Kombat code is seared into your brain. So you get something that the consumer is is doing that I have an idea. you can't forget. And then, but the other part of it too is that the consumer next to them also still has to kind of earn, you know? Cause, yeah. Because that, that's where you can't be, that's why you, why you can't be like, hey, it's a secret password that everyone with an earshot knows it and they all get the free shit too. I, like it's got to be something the other person can earn too. It's got to be something that you don't have to advertise and that is so cool, outside the box, never heard of that. That I have an idea. That the word spreads. You put sand and beer. No. <laughs> what if we put something Glitter. like yeah. had a topic or a theme, Glitter and then dude. put something up somewhere at every one of our locations, and you need to combine all the four to create a total picture. Like of Infinity something. Gauntlet. What are you talking about? <laughs> sure. The Triforce. Yeah. Right. Them, to collect right? the pieces of the Triforce. Dude. Yeah, we'll go with any of those. Sure. <laughs> gotta yeah, you gotta catch go them all. Okay, Pokemon. Go back. Explain this more because I'm not sure. I want to give you... Okay. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but, but get, get to the point. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I don't know. Like something on the wall, something on a shelf that has to do with maybe an overall topic. Elf on a shelf thing. You're trying no, to no, I'm not. I promise. It's not that. <laughs> that was, something. That was it could a be a bad little, idea. little person <laughs> dressed in Christmas garb. No, even. no. Just like something. Somebody wears a red jacket with a white beard. Yes. Stop me if you've heard this. Yes. He does a little kid <laughs> sit on their lap. How did that get passed? Right. <laughs> it's one of those things that we do normally. There's a different time when they he, didn't he, care he, about he, kids. And all he does is talk about hoes. <laughs> kids were not cared about until like, <laughs> no, like maybe like 25 years ago. <laughs> I always feel like every Disney movie is like this. Like if you just try to summarize the plot without the names of people and like st- like talking to people who've never heard of heard of it, it sounds terrible. You're like, okay, so there's this guy who <laughs> treats this old lady like crap, so she turns him into a beast, and then he traps a girl in a castle <laughs> until she falls in love with him. This sounds terrible. Yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> no, so like we either have a theme. Okay. I'm, I'm getting a little off topic. Not really, though. Do you remember the Mickey's, the Mickey's bottle caps? Uh, like Mickey's malt liquor? Yes. They had bottle caps that had, like, Pictionary puzzles on them. And you had to guess what they were. Did they? Yeah, like, they really they had, like, fortunes? I thought they had, like, fortunes. No, they, no, they have pictures. They still do to this like, day. You're probably drunk. You're yeah. <laughs> <They're> like, uh, <laughs> um, so that's what I'm saying. Have, like, something at each location, like a puzzle that you need to put together to come up with something but you also I need get it. It's kind of like the passport, except there's a little bit more effort on the yes, consumer side. Yes, they have to actually do a little brain game. It's not G- oh, yeah, scavenger hunt. Kind of like like uh, McDonald's not, Monopoly. Yeah, similar. Speaking of that, did you see like I guess some retired cop like cracked that system and won like every year for like 30 years until they found out that he was cheating. 
Like the McDonald's Monopoly game? Well, I don't think you can cheat, can you? I don't know. I guess I don't read the article because I don't click on that clickbait shit. Don't care. I didn't win. I don't care about it. <laughs> Go to every McDonald's within a three-mile radius every I day. Mean, I, guess, I mean, that's probably not a bad example. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't do that shit anymore, do they? Or do? I think they McDonald's, do. Because you have something, again, the consumer has to do. It's a little bit of a game. They have to travel. They have to buy certain well, items. Well, again, but that's something they you have keep to put track it together of. themselves. Like, there's a million boardwalks, but, like, one park place. Nope, other way around. Whatever. <laughs> there's The park place is the most common one, and there's only one boardwalk. Exactly. If you got the boardwalk, you win a million. Because you're like, oh, oh, I got park place. I'm halfway to a million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will fight. I will fight him. I'm gonna eat fine. 97 more double cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah can I get 18 <laughs> gallons of Diet Coke? And the, trick is, the trick is, yeah, you buy five hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff, <laughs> and then when you win the million, you're still in the positive. Yeah. There are some. I've heard about some schemes like that with lottery. Like whole towns come together mm-hmm. and they pool all their money. The law of averages. One of them is going to be a, a winner that will give that will at least break you even. Right. So I that, do. So, so everyone. So everyone gets like fifty bucks when they win two hundred mil. When I yeah. lived in when I, when I worked in corporate America, I was part of that system really? for for years. And finally, I was like, "Yo, fuck this. This is this is becoming a bill." For me, that right. nothing is like right. every month, like we'd all throw in like twenty five, fifty bucks, and there was like ten, there was like ten of us, dude, crazy. And, and the best we would do is either break even one week, or you would win some free tickets Ooh. that would never, ever, <laughs> ever win. The best is when you win a free ticket. Like so, seriously, I was like, this is. I'm just putting. Yeah, sorry. reminds me real quick, and then we will move on to art in the face. Uh, art in the, your face. Art in the uh, face. Art, art in the face. Art, art right, in the face. Right in the face. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, pretty good. I like it. And that uh, my story comes from a lot of my friends who spent time in major league baseball clubhouses. Wow. Baseball, Yum. baseball, baseball. And that is, you can <sighs> imagine a bunch of dudes from ni- anywhere from 19 to, I mean, the, the median age is obviously like 24, 25. But, but you can imagine all these guys that are getting paychecks that have five or six figures on them. Um, they like to gamble. And so that. when it comes to like so spring training is in March and when March Madness comes around, oh boy, they like, everybody dropping a stack on their bracket, dude. No, no, this is how it works. You buy in some astronomical amount and you draw a name out of a hat. Like you don't even get a chance. What? <laughs> what? Isn't that fucked up? Yes. It's like, yo, five five G's and then you draw a name and you get like fucking North Dakota State. Oh my god, dude! Oh, you're out. Thanks, rookie. Yeah, seriously. this is this is the rookie bucket of like yeah, right. all so sixteen up. seeds. Dr. Oral Roberts, is there a bar of soap in that coffee? <laughs> yeah. Take a bite out of it. <laughs> oh man, I was watching a video about how March Madness is a huge scam to everybody. March Madness, yeah. In terms of what the schools itself, like getting everybody to compete and play and get. So everyone's like, getting fucking rich off of it. At, well, except and, for the NCAA and, specifically is getting crazy rich off of it. And the schools, of, there, the there schools have been are like paying 12. all the money to trans. To, so you to have sixty-eight teams now that are in it. One team is going to win. So you're going to have sixty-seven losers. There's been a total of like fifteen different teams, probably less, that have ever actually won. That's probably right. true. Not only, I mean, even a bigger. And scam. there's like there's like a list of like ten schools that make up like over fifty percent of the final fours. This Jeez. is the perfect example of the thing if you describe it to people sounds wrong and yet because it's slowly become part of our culture we think it's okay and that is so we're getting getting a bunch of guys we're not going to pay them yeah. we're going to put them on a field and everyone else is going to pay and we're going to make millions of dollars tax free yeah and they're going to do it for free 
Yeah. Getting and then an education, them, some of them. And then half of yeah. them are going to get injured and never Become walk a, again yeah. uh, and get CTE or whatever else. Yeah. How's that sound? Well, every college athlete is promised a, that they're going to play in the league. But well, that sounds fair to me. I mean, it's, it's, well, it's, not only that, but when you sign a college scholarship, it's a one year scholarship. I know yes. we mentioned this before. Yeah, but it's fucked up. It's not a four year scholarship, it's one year renewable. And a lot of these massive college so programs, you, they use you up, you get injured, bummer, dude, you don't get a scholarship anymore. Well, and not, and yeah, well, and even Where's worse, thirty thousand dollars next year, bro. <laughs> right, and even worse in baseball. Baseball is the sport because baseball, baseball, damn baseball. It, damn I did an accident. Trying to get me drunk. You're trying to get me drunk. Baseball is a sport that a lot of people never talk about the abuse of high school kids. Like they're always worried about the LeBron James coming into the leagues or. You know, someone's skipping. Oh, no, you got to go to three years of college for football. In, in baseball, there's so many kids that go out of co- co- uh, high school, straight into the pros, play a year and a half, and get cut. And yeah. now they've uh, lost their amateur status. Yeah. They can't go. They would have oh, been a sophomore. You can't go back? No, you can't go back. If you take that money, you can't go back. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Get, you, once you, you become, yeah, you can't. Yeah, so once you, you're professional, no, you can't done. get demoted. No. no. That's not a demotion, dude, because it's pro and amateur. Since you don't get paid in college, it's that you have amateur status. As soon as soon That's part of taking well, money for anything. That's why boosters can't give you money, because you have to be... It's like, I don't know. It's a very weird, like, Greco-Roman... Yeah, I would, know, have, I would assume that if you like you could get transferred back down... No, no, dude. No, once, no, no. You, once you make any money off of it, you're no longer an amateur. Right. That's fucked up. It's super fucked up. And then... So I used to work in independent baseball, and... <laughs> That level, <laughs> that level was basically there to catch the guys that were good at the, the good. They're good players, but they weren't projectable. You know, they're not gonna get any better. They're like, hey, you're like a double A player. You're never gonna go above that. Yeah, great for our league because they're good at the sport, but they're yeah. just not the guy that throws ninety six. They're not the guy that runs super fast or hits tons of home runs. They're just really good baseball players. And so the problem is that nineteen year old kid gets cut. He's not good enough to play independent baseball either. Yeah. Because you know he's, he's not experienced enough. Yeah. These other guys don't have the ceiling that that kid might. But but independent ball doesn't develop guys. They're just trying to win games. So they yeah. don't give a shit. That guy might be good in three years. Yeah. That's you know, true. Like, that's a waste of time. I need a guy that's good now. Exactly. So right now, right now. Anyway, yeah. NCA is a scam. I can go hours talking about that. No, really new business. <laughs> new business. That was new business. But the newest, the new, 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 new. Uh, that new shit. <laughs> <laughs> Time for art, 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 in your face. art, directly in your face. Who's got art, I got some art, Ooh, give it to me. I recently got back on the wagon to where I can watch <laughs> stuff and things. Here we go. And he's been I, talking to me about it all goddamn day. I have. It's true. And I got back he's on. He's like, you watch it? And it's all. He's like, do you watch it yet? Like, it's, a, it's, it's still it's, working. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, season 13. Bear, bear, bear. So, what you're trying to say is that Napster got shut down and now you've moved on to like the <laughs> next. Without like the Audio Slave or whatever it was. Like Napster, <laughs> then Audio Slave, it's all, like Galaxy something. No. I am not going to incriminate myself today. I do not know what you're talking Pretty about. Sure you already have. I paid full price for all of what I have watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's always sunny. The new season is pretty great. I'm caught up, and it's wonderful, and it's good. If you're into that sort of thing, I am. Do it. Check it out. Cool. That's all I got. Cool. Well done. Yes, thank you. What you got, Brandon? <laughs> you gonna save it for beef? 
Have you I watched know. any more of American Horror Story? Yeah, I, f- I finished the season. It was oh, not a great ending. I was kind of underwhelmed like by it. Like it's five in. Like we're I don't want to. I don't want to say too much. Yeah, I no. was a little disappointed. I thought okay. they could have done better with the ending. Okay. Um, I thought all overall the season was pretty solid. I would say like they're doing a good job of like probably like right in. like my most like middle season. <laughs> That's like almost ex- exactly. I'm like right in the middle of it. I had a interesting. I don't know. I guess I can't remember where it came from. Some writer was talking, or I was reading a book about about uh, about writing, and the question a book about writing. The question was <laughs> <laughs> the question was presented. I got a bunch of ideas for um, plots and books and characters. Which one do I start with? Where do I spend my time? And the answer was the one with the best ending. Like mm-hmm. start. You know, if you have a really good ending, sometimes you can't fuck that up. You know, but how many times do you watch a movie where you're in for 45 minutes and then you're just That's like, great, yeah. Ugh, yo, click. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So true. It's yeah. very seldom that you're not in for 45 minutes and the ending rocks you. But even if it does, like, there's a movie, one of, one of my favorite endings of all time is uh, Frailty, starring Matthew McConaughey. And uh, is it Lieutenant Dan? No, it's not Lieutenant Dan. No, it's Bill Pullman. Uh. Bill, Bill Pullman, RIP. Yeah. And, uh, I think the third guy, I don't think there was other stars. Matthew McConaughey. It was basically Matthew McConaughey vehicle. Um, it was great. Have you guys seen it? No. Nope. No. Nope. Okay, I'll give you the quick plot. It's uh, Matthew McConaughey, 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 McConaughey <laughs> is a serial killer. Okay. And he gets captured and it's kind of, he's in the back of the car, cop car, re-encounting the upbringing, right? And so the upbringing was Bill Pullman was dad of two boys, single dad. Convinced that he heard God, very religious. Oh boy! And that God's telling him to go kill these bad people, kind of like Dexter, except from a religious standpoint. Or Army of One, starring Nicolas Cage. And so it's one of those great movies, suspension of belief movies. Of course, like it's just kind of, it's like, is it real? Is is there a little supernatural hint in this movie, or is this guy just really crazy? Yeah. Or is this? And it's like one brother thinks like the dad, like no dad, we're murdering people, and the other brother is like, we're doing God's work, yeah. right? Oh, and boy. so, um, it's it's up in the air which brother Matthew McConaughey is as he's retelling the story. Oh, so that's another twist to it. So you have cool. the twist of is this real or is this crazy? And then you have the twist of who's Matthew McConaughey? And then um, it's got it's got a great twist at the end. I, I would highly recommend it to everybody. <laughs> You know, Backtrap. so I, I got I got quick little beef real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. quick beef. Oh, quick oh, beef. Oh, it's about, it's about, it's about this beef. story. It's about this story oh. that you just told. Oh, no. I am under the impression beef. that just knowing that there's a good plot twist is giving up a, oh, point, a plot you, point in itself. You're uh, a sucker. Beef. Going backwards a little bit. Sorry. Go, if I know that I'm supposed to be I'll just tell you the end then. Like, yeah. if I know that there's a good plot twist, now I'm going to be digging even deeper. Like, what's the most crazy well, yeah, thing that could happen Yeah, but you're going to be reverse right mind-fucking yourself because you're probably going to end up all over the place. You want me to just tell you the end then? No, no. no. I don't no. want to. No, going backwards where, like, movies start off pretty strong and then just plummet. I think we talked about it, Kyle. The movie um, where they start getting, like, astronauts ready to go and terraform Mars. Armageddon. Oh, no. no uh, <laughs> Titan. 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 Titan Report or Titan. I think it's just Titan. Titan. Oh, is this, is this another Matthew McConaughey movie? No. No, it's uh, the guy that's... The guy um, uh, Avatar? What am I thinking of? Yeah, the guy in Avatar, the guy in the wheelchair from Avatar, and he's in... Um, no, uh, <laughs> Like Wrath of the Titans. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's a solid movie. Like you, It gets you super interested, and then... Like, as the end comes up, it just kind of... It went downhill. Some, it does yeah. some weird shit that you're like, what the fuck is this? <gasps> 
Kind of like so a lot of Stephen King. I'm mixing your art, but I'm suddenly remembering... Oh, no, it wasn't. Sorry. For a second, I was remembering Charlie Day was an avatar for a second because I was thinking it's always sunny in Philadelphia, an avatar, but it's not. It's Giovanni... Charlie Day is in Ravisi? Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Yeah, where he's oh, just got tatted seen up, double sleeves, doctor. Oh, dude, I love it. I, I did you see seen, Pacific Rim too? I haven't seen yeah, either. No. Oh, I, you I, haven't I, seen the first I one? Haven't seen, I haven't seen the second mm. one. The first one was, I, I don't know. I they still, seem stupid, I, but I hear they're I, I think I need to watch it again. I, I, don't, re- I don't remember how I felt about it. I, I like the first good. one better than the second one. I remember not super loving it, but I also don't remember like hating it. I thought it was good because I'm not a fan of Godzilla movies, but it gave you... I'm excited for this new Godzilla though coming out with all, yeah. the, mon- with all the monsters. Oh really? Yeah, be like serious? Godzilla and Mothra, and uh, I don't even remember who else. So, so there's like four. There's like Godzilla and plus three other like mega monsters. So I'm not like a Godzilla nerd, but what Pacific Rim did with kind of like these mega monsters was a, a crack opens in the ocean, and the plot is every once in a while it's like another dimension. These monsters just like pop out of it to kill us, hmm. and so in order to combat that, they built these. I don't know what they call them. Uh, they call them uh, something with kaiju's. Kaiju's are the monsters. That's the monsters yeah, yeah. Um, they're the. The, the part big, that the I have robot. problem believing like, in nah. this movie is that like we built these robots, but the only way that we work that they work is we have to combine two people's minds. It's kind of <laughs> rad though. They, they do a good, good explanation of it though. It's like the, the human mind can't physically handle the load with one person. That's how they justify it. I agree. It's a little weird, it's, but, it's a little but then, but well, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, but, then, <laughs> but they explain but it well. Part though. of it that I really like. I thought it was like getting big shit together to blow stuff up. Right. And it was all no, special no, no, effects. no, no, no. There, there's a little bit of cool okay. psychology backstory with the like the really intimate uh, attachment that these, you know, I don't know what the pilots. Yeah, they're called pilots, but uh, I forget have what have one another in order to like work together. Mm. So it's you know it's it's not like buddy cop movie. It's like buddy cop with a military with Godzilla so you have this you know as you can imagine these very these minds are combining very very deep I don't know it's kind of cool like I really liked it because it did have uh, a little bit of this cool reasoning backstory heart there's a heart in the movie it wasn't just yo Voltron let's cut some aliens in half that's exactly what I imagine the right. whole movie is about so yeah, okay yeah. and then right. Charlie Day's in it he's good for comic relief all right, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. He runs screaming some few times, as you can imagine. Yep. He, he, he does some, some smart shit. Like the Kermit. He basically is Kermit running around. Here's yep. what I picture. Ah! I picture I pictured Charlie Day as the offspring of the old school 80s movies Bobcat. What's his name? Goldwaith. That's got to be his biological father. I don't care what anybody says. Think about it. Just, just, I bet. Just, you know what? think I, about that. I bet comedically he probably drew a lot of influence from Bobcat. He has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite Bobcat role was definitely One Crazy Summer. I thought you were going to say... Uh, Hot to Trot? Police Academy 5. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just randomly picked one. Oh, man. Any one, of, any one of those movies. So I've been watching baseball playoffs. I haven't had time for any art. I'm drinking. Sorry. Mm. I'm not watching the playoffs anymore. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I heard the Indians got burned. It shit the bed at like an all-time embarrassing level. More embarrassed? Charlie Day. So, chat it up, doctor. More embarrassing than the Browns? The Browns are are doing pretty well. No, they actually are decent. They're right. They're doing the best thing. They're they're right. Somehow, they managed to be 500 after five games, which is strange, but it's astronomical. They're right in the right spot. You know, this is is an interesting uh, art, smart, slash, whoa, uh, I don't know, uh, new business. New business. (laughs) New beef. 
Nubifar, oh. oh, I'm combining the whole... Dude, this what is, is happening right now? I don't now. know, dude. This is the Voltron of the show right now. You're breaking the space-time continuum. Uh, Baker Mayfield, who's the quarterback for the Browns, is yeah. a very interesting character to me. And the reason he is is because there's a lot of people that have come before him that have sort of tried the a same lot. shtick. <laughs> well, specifically for the Browns. <laughs> a yeah. lot. But I'm not talking about just quarterbacks for the Browns. I'm talking about the... You know, the overconfident, you know, flamboyant routine is not fresh. Mm-mm. You know, nope. we've seen this movie before. Yeah. And we usually know how it ends. But I think there's a slightly different lane that Baker's in. He's got a plot twist. The plot twist <laughs> is he's so dumb, he doesn't know. Like, he doesn't. <laughs> I'm serious. This is, this is, this is a funny story. Okay. So. He's so dumb. Dude, this is funny. So shout out shout out my buddy Jake. I played shout baseball out Jake. with Jake. Dude, shout out, yeah. Brandon says shout out Jake. You can't hear him. Uh Jake is Jake's a local oh, in Indianapolis. No, he's a friend Jay. of mine. He's at my wedding. I won't go into it too. Here's here's the cliff notes. He got drafted by the Cubs. He got to the big leagues, played the Cubs, played the Orioles, played uh, a lot of places. Um, even though he never really had a position, I personally, because I liked him a lot, would argue that he probably should have got a, a more fair shake. The problem is, when you get in the big leagues, half the team has multi-year contracts. There's not a whole lot of spots they're looking to fill. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if you're a first baseman in the Cubs system, you're hoping Anthony Rizzo breaks his ankle. That's the mm-hmm. only way you're ever going to make it to the big leagues. Yeah. So that was kind of his curse: is that he played positions where he was locked out by Hall of Famers or All Stars or just you know very hard positions to make the big league so the point of the story is uh in college i remember jake came two funny stories about jake's but i love him so much he came to me one time and he's like yeah you know the coach told me that i'm so dumb that (laughs) that even when i do bad it doesn't affect me and i was like oh man what a dick he's like no i thought it was a great compliment i'm like well Well, it's true you're not holding on to that like a lot of a lot of players will fuck up and then like light themselves up about it and then psychologically psych themselves out completely. I, if you're just like, duh, you fuck up, then it's like you never, you forget. It. That's it one of the best things a player can a do. a huge epiphany for me at the time that was like, take the word dumb out of it. F- focus on the mean part, right? It's not, it's not meant to be mean. The, the point is, is that... Could have been said differently. It's, well, it's not, it's, it, but it's not dumb intelligence-wise. It's almost like blind confidence to where a guy like him... Now, he had the talent to match it, right? There's guys that have this that don't have the talent to match it. But for him, what made him so good is like you couldn't convince him that he wasn't the best player on the field. He could go over four with four strikeouts. He for 10 days in a row, day 11, I'm best player in the field. I don't tell you. I mean, I don't, dude, you struck out 87 times in a row. He's like, I did. I don't care. I'm still the best player. <laughs> like, and not, are you sure? And not ironically, not yeah. lip service, not just like genuinely. And my, so my other funny story about him, so he was, and of course, this is back in the days, college baseball, shout out, everyone drink, uh, that the bats were extremely hot. Like, you know, guys were hitting enormous home runs. And then since then, they really deadened the bats, especially. So the difference, in case you want to know, is that the fact that aluminum bats can't break. That's a big difference, is because a wood bat, if you hit it in a certain spot, like in an aluminum bat, it's not going to be great but the point is that it's not snapping when you yeah. hit it so it's staying solid through the ball even if it's not on a good part of the bat and you have a chance to hit it solidly as opposed to as soon as that Ugh, bat starts to give hurt, hurt your hands you hit it like, like, yeah. like 
<laughs> like an inch up over your hands. Stings. So um, I was uh, hitting with Jake one day, and he was like just, uh, you know, again, funny story within a funny story. Uh, first round of batting practice in baseball is usually what they call situational. So it's like you bunt, and then you do a hit and run, and then you, I won't bore you with the details, but you do a couple, you're trying to do a couple things that's not just purely smashing the ball. So you'd be like, okay, Jake, uh, situation around, uh, bunt. And you go, whang, hit a fucking 900 foot home run. <laughs> All right, uh, you know, hit and run, whang. Just, just did not fucking care. And he's like, I'm going to crush it. Not coming out of the lineup, coach. Like, I don't, and so, I, I, after one day of watching him do this, I was like, Jake, tell me about your approach, man. Like, what are you thinking up there? And he's like, I'm going to take the bat and I'm going to hit the ball towards the lights. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, then. Okay. And uh, he goes, and you know, this might be me extrapolating the story. I just love it so much that I might have made it into my own urban legend over the years. But he's like, and then if I strike out, next at bat, I'm going to hit as far as I can. And then if I strike out, next at bat, I'm going to hit as far as I can. And then next at and it was just legitimately like he had no other mode. Like you just, and uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, I feel I'm likening it to Baker Mayfield. Like there's a big difference between a gloat and a showboat mm -hmm. and someone who has, he definitely has his own issues and all that, but it has that feeling of someone that is so young, naive and talented that he has the perfect match of talent to back up his n naivete that, Naivete. you know, uh, things shouldn't come this easy. Things shouldn't be that, you know, uh, that is extremely rare. And I find that fascinating, just mm -hmm. the psychology of it, as someone that's that's been around a lot of athletes. And I like to extrapolate. I, I came to this epiphany recently. The best way I could explain my business model was the content is very nerd me. Like the systems, I, f I feel, are very jock me. Like I, I love the teamwork, team concept, camaraderie, those types of things. That's that's what I really believe in. Rather than you are a server, here's your screen. That's the table you serve. Yeah. Like, and then don't bother me at the bar unless you need that. I'm doing my own shit. Yeah. You know. So anyway, do that. Do that. <laughs> are in your face. In your face. It's time yeah. for. Did you art? Did you art? Did you I have art? no art. No, uh, I've been I've been in a slump. Sorry. You guys got beef? I really don't have any beef right now. Man, we're, we're, we're I gotta get going. <laughs> okay, Brandon's. It's like get, after time. It I'm is. Like, at, I'm is like it? ten minutes plus. We're in overtime. Brandon, get going. Oh, geez. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Whatever, Bye. Yeah. Real quick, I gotta shout out my dude Jay. Oh, recognize, shout out Jay. Recognize me just by my voice at Books and Brews Mass Ave. Oh so. man, fan of the podcast. Shout out. Shout Jay. out. Shout out my dude Jay. You're a cool dude. We got to chat for a little bit. Love to have you on the show sometimes. So. Yeah. Three, we, we usually broadcast at three. If there's anyone else out there, you're, whether you uh, got a little small business you want to plug, whether you just, just want to have some shenanigans, you want to talk about games, you want to talk We're about We're taking all comers. You have to be a mug club member, though. Ooh. That's, yeah. that's, oh, that's, that's, that's the only that's, caveat. That, seems, club. that seems legit. So, yeah, small uh, anecdote on that. The other day, someone bought a, a club at the, uh, at the bar, and I was sitting there. And part of me, my personality, is I... I never personally, just as a personality trait, like to tell people I'm the owner. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that. I don't like that uh, crossover of I'm owner. I yeah. Um, I feel the same way about being like I'm the head brewer. Like yeah, sometimes, especially if I'm already like mingling with people, I just feel weird. I, about I just it. say I work at Books and Brews until <laughs> yeah. until like somebody's like, oh, what do you do? Then I'm like, okay, well, I'm the district manager. Sometimes I feel like maybe it's unfair that because I'll just start talking, 
like with authority on the subjects, like, oh yeah, we do this and we do that and ownership of whatever, you know? Yeah. And I can tell even our staff that hasn't met me, because sometimes sometimes I'll go into stores, especially franchise stores, where they haven't met me. Yeah. So if I go in and start talking about these subjects, um, they'll be like, yo, who are you? Yeah. Um, but um, what do you think you I thought it was doing? funny. This guy was joining the club and I was on my laptop and they had a laugh about something and I was like, Yo, man, you know you can never get out once you're in, right? <laughs> once you're in the club, it's for yeah. life, bro. We'll find you. And he was like, ha like, who well, the fuck is yeah. this guy? And what is he talking yeah. to me for? Uh, man. What have I done? <laughs> so, if you're, so if you're listening, sorry. Uh, sorry, yeah. don't, don't take it personal. We're not crazy all the way. So we are in overtime here. We, we, we've gone a little long. Do you guys have a couple extra minutes? Or are you I'm good. First up, the brewer? I'm I got a couple extra minutes today. So. All right, I'm good. Do you? Wait, we're some of the brewer. Never mind. I gotta go. Some the brewer. Some the brewer. Right oh. about now. Brandon. Was oh, stu- I forgot. Brandon was oh, sorry. For this too. Sorry, beef. I made Kamal listen to this whole oh, thing. Oh yes. Brandon, you gotta hear this. So, Kamal. Um, one of the funniest bits about Kamal is that I've known her for years now. Like literally, she's been coming as a customer. We became friends. We became coworkers, and then now back to friends again because she left us from our company. Uh, that's not the beef. Lame. That's not the beef. That's not the beef. <laughs> the beef is is that my my business partner uh, Zach, shout out Zach shout and Nicole. Out. Um, Zach uh, apparently hung out with Kamal, and one of the funny things about Kamal is, of course, her name is that she kind of Americanized her name so people can pronounce it. And so it wasn't until like two years after knowing her that I heard her I heard her in referencing a story be like, and then my mom told told me um, Kumo. Qu- and, I, and Qu- I was Qu- like, Qu- and I was like, what? How did you just pronounce your name? Like, yeah. you feel like you've been lying to us this yeah. whole time. Well, we, we, we. I think we found that on the podcast. We found the podcast. Yeah. The podcast that never aired. That yeah, was too, that was, she was too dirty to even air it. Well, then we spent half the time the trying to pronounce episode? her name. So like, here's my beef. Okay. So I uh, went to hang out with Kamal last night. It was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out, fun. Shout out, fun. Shout out, fun. And Zach, and Zach was there, and Zach was like, "Yeah, I remember how you told me to remember your name, and this is gonna blow your mind." Como, 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 comedian. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are, you kidding? Are you kidding me? Oh, because God. we, and the reason it's funny is because we spent a long time in front of her being like, como. Cuomo. No, we spent no, no. like thirty. Cuomo. We spent like thirty Cuomo. minutes. She's like, like, you guys are idiots. Just say, just say, come on. Yeah, just call me, come on. We were like, no, you are our friend. We know you well. And now I want makes... to call you by your name. Yeah, I'm like, don't just treat me as other some other yeah. white guy that yeah, can't exactly. pronounce shit. Like, I at least want to. I've known you for years. I at least want to try. Yeah, exactly. And then, but she never gave us the clue on how to no do that. No clue. I was like, right away, you meet Zach and you tell him how to correctly pronounce yeah. your names. Bullshit. With a super Rude. easy reference. With a super easy reference. So oh. now all you gotta think is. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Damn it, Kamal. Shout out, Kamal. Shout out, Kamal. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, bye. Hey, Kamal, fuck you. Oh, man. Yeah. R.I.P. Right. Kamal. R.I.P. Kamal. Circle City Kombucha. She's actually, I think I already said this. She's already, she was going to come here today, but uh, didn't. She's But didn't. <laughs> she had to. Let me see if I can quick Google. I'm trying to talk, Google. and Google's at the same time. Uh, my one shout out of the week is Adderall. Shout out Adderall. Shout out. There you go. <laughs> uh, so how, people, so people. How who, I miss you so in my life, dude. Adderall. So people who, uh, for the record, I'm prescribed to it. Here's here's the funny bit to me. So I have told people a lot that I consider myself professionally ADD. That's been a joke for me. You know, can't remember things. Always forgetting shit. Walking through doors and forgetting stuff and yada 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 right and i've always lived i learned and developed systems to 
okay, I understand. I'm, not, I'm just never going to complete tasks all the way through. I'm going to have 10 tasks open at all times. And I just learned how to juggle that. I just learned how to that myself. So uh, when it came to a head was, I think I told you guys the story. I was at Lowe's and I wanted a microwave. And I saw the microwave that I wanted to buy for Books and Brews. And I was like, okay, but you have to go out the out and back in the in because that's where the carts are. You can't. Yeah. So I go out the out and in the in and then I'm back in front of the microwaves. And I don't have a fucking cart. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God damn it. What are you? So I was like, I'll do it again. I go back out and I remember vividly walking out the front, the, walking out the out, seeing a guy struggling to move a fridge, like to load it into his car and being like, maybe I should help. And then I'm back in front of the microwaves again and I got no fucking cart. <laughs> oh, geez. It happened two times in a row <laughs> and I called my wife and I'm like, I don't think this is shit's a joke anymore. You know? <laughs> I, I think this is like... yeah. And then what was funny is that as soon as I got to that point where I was like, this isn't a joke anymore, I think this is actually a real thing, I started noticing it myself way more, mm -hmm. as most things go, right? Yeah. And uh, so I went in and took the test, and what's funny about the test is, um, number one, there's some yes and no questions. Like, do you find yourself distracted? Yes, all the time, every single day. Yeah. Do you find this? And of course, like, th that's just a test. Like, anyone could fake that shit, probably, yeah. right? I mean, anyone could probably... I don't know, fake. So if you want to get Adderall, kids. a lot of people, no, a lot of people yeah. try, right? Which is the reason why it took me. It took me like a month and a half yeah. to get to the point where I was actually um, uh, prescribed with Adderall. But so you, the, there's a button pushing test where they show you pictures, and you're supposed to, without without going into it, they sh there's two pictures. They show you one, you press a button. They show you the other, you don't press a button. It lasts for twenty fucking minutes, so it's hard to pay attention. So <laughs> what what is what's funny about it is. Competitive me was like, I'm good at video games. This is gonna be a fucking breeze. Yeah, I'm gonna smoke this. He test. gave me he gave me a uh, practice test, 32 out of 32, and I remember thinking like, all right, I'm an idiot. I don't really have fucking ADD. Like, yeah, you know this is bullshit. Like I feel like an idiot. Get into the real test, and the first half of it was um, the constant was not pushing. So it was don't push, don't push, don't push, push, don't push, don't push, don't push, don't push, don't push, push. So. So you're not you're doing less, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, then it starts to shift in the second half where it's like press, 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 don't press. And then that's when it really came out. <laughs> where like because like I get that way, like where you're going to work, like I have my path, like I start, yeah. my brain goes elsewhere and my body takes me the yeah, rest of the yeah. way. And it totally made sense why I flunked the shit out of the second half of this test because <laughs> it was don't it was press, 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 and then I of course my brain's like, Well, how many press what was the Oh shit. And then I pressed it and then I wasn't supposed to press it again, I pressed it again, <laughs> and then I'm going, Oh shit. And then like, like oh no, and then I'm failing, and now I'm thinking about something. Now I'm thinking about failing it. And meanwhile, I'm still <laughs> pressing the fucking button. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. But even afterwards, even afterwards, it came back from my follow up. I was like, no, nah, I feel like I probably aced the first half. Like, I definitely got some wrong in the second half. But like, we'll see what he says. Yeah. And he was just like, so on a scale of you know ten to negative ten, zero or you know down to zero being you don't have ADD, like you were a negative four on the test. And I was like, oh shit, like. And he was like, I was like, I was like, that's. He's like, that's solidly ADD. And I was like, okay. I was like, but still, negative four is not terrible, yeah, it right? Sound terrible. And it must escalate from there because he was like, yo, that's like the 85th percentile of ADD. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> and he's like, you know, that's got an 80% accuracy rate. And then the, the test that I gave you, which is just asking the questions, he's like, you're like 96 percentile on that one. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, you better give me these fucking pills. Yeah, let me, uh, let's help this. I'll have to, and anyway, the point of the story is I started taking it. It's a fucking miracle drug. Dude. And, uh, you could probably listen to this podcast and know I didn't forget what I was saying once this time around. I feel crippled. And I remembered, like, I remembered shit that I was talking remember, about even when we got off on tangents. You remember to come back to Kamal? I 
I've, I feel crippled without my medicine every single day, every day, especially dude, going I'll from sell it to you. taking it for 10 <laughs> years. <laughs> can't say that on the Like taking it for, I took it for Five over, pill, over yeah. 10 years. 10 years. And then just stop. And I, yeah, definitely notice a difference. Well, here's the other thing, too, is uh, what, a month, two months supply, a month supply, 30 bucks. If you have insurance. No, that was, so when I went to get it, also. Oh, well, there's places, yeah. When I went to get it, they said, uh, well, this is your first time getting a whatever it is, like, mm-hmm. stimulant. So you, we, you have, we have to fill out all this fucking paperwork. We're yeah. guessing you probably want it. And it's not that expensive. So do you want to buy it today? It's like thirty three eighty two, And I was like, yeah, give me that shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, and there's there's a whole bunch of stipulations. Like you're gonna have to go to a doctor for a, for just no reason every three months, because they'll they'll handwrite you prescriptions. They I won't even get into much of that because there's ways blah blah blah. But yeah, you have to go every three months for a routine checkup. Otherwise, you can't be prescribed. Oh. And sometimes certain doctors will post date scripts because they can't like you can't get them out further out. And if you take the wrong one in. You will never feel like um, pharmacists will belittle you and make you feel like a drug addict. It is the weirdest thing ever. All right. So shout out. <laughs> got, 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 got off on yeah, ADD and Adderall real quick. We're supposed uh, to be doing something. Brewer top on the side 50 now. best-selling video games of the 1990s, just because we were talking a lot about video games. All right. Kyle, don't you? I looked up 80s, and it was too obvious. It was like, you know, Mario. Yeah. And all, all of the games that came with. So 90s all right, and felt I'm gonna a go little bit more like. I'm gonna go with grouping, so I'm not gonna be specific on certain. Yeah, if you say one and it's yeah, a franchise, yeah. then then it's then it's done. All right, um, Street Fighter. Wow, dude, you went for the, the deep cut right away. Yeah, that's number eighteen. 18? Street Street Fighter Two was number Jeez. eighteen. Wow. Um, this says across all platforms. So for so for this is like a single platform then. So Street Fighter Two for the Super Nintendo sold six point three million copies worldwide. Okay. Okay, and we're doing nineties, correct? Nineties, yeah. Sing, single platform worldwide. At, does at, at first look, I don't see like there's any games like you you know like there's some weird game overseas that you wouldn't know. It looks like they're all they're all uh, mainstream names. Grand Theft Auto. Hmm. Is that nineties? No, I feel like mm-hmm. that leaked. In I the definitely day. played it in the nineties. Got a hit for Grand here, but nope, that's not okay. on there. I think Grand Theft Auto in the 90s was like the first two were like the top down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember playing on my computer the first time, like pulling someone out of their car. I'm like, this is fucked up. I'm going to go next with uh, NHL. What? Yeah, dude. Just NHL? Yeah, the NHL. Um, no, no, bro. NHL 90, in 95, 96. No, 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 no. What? No, no, no. Dude, this is the era of. Game Boy, NSES, PlayStation One, N sixty four. Oh, something in the Genesis. Yeah, there's it. no Genesis even on here, dude. Uh, Genesis might even. When did Genesis die? Genesis was late eighties, and it no, might it have was been not. Gone we ha- we have Madden ninety five on Genesis here. Yeah, I mean, just in terms of popularity, like okay, okay. There was uh, okay. Yeah. All right, fine. All right, fine. You have a strike. Sonic, the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's Genesis too, though. Sonic, uh, oh, it is Genesis, you're right, but it is on here. Oh, what that's do you the, know? <laughs> that's the, uh, Sonic is the only two Genesis games that are on here. They're both like four million. Okay. Uh, uh, the second one was six million. All right, I got it. Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye. Nice. 007 for the N64 was number 17. Dang, I would have thought that was, 
Well, there's some obvious characters up ahead here. Mm, Mario Kart? 64. Yeah. Dang. No, Mario. Wow. wow. I'm surprised by that one. Someone in the comments put Mario Kart 64 sold 1.3 million copies after 1999. So that must be... Huh. Okay. So yeah, the bottom one is 3.25 million. So it sold a lot, but it didn't get on the... On the list, two strikes, few cop. Fine, oh, fine, fine. Um, let's think about this. Not Sega Genesis, okay. I'm gonna go with Madden, it's gotta be Madden. Oh, bro, what? Oh, are you two kidding strikes. me? Yeah. Oh, I feel like you guys are having a what were the platforms again? You're having a blind spot for I am the 90s, real quick. Remember the 90s? The big three consisted of the Nintendo, Sega, and Sony back then. Bill Clinton was president. A lot was very different. Some things haven't changed much, though. An enormous amount of software was sold in the decade beginning January 1st, 1990. No shit. And ending amidst Y2K fears on December 31st, 1999. I'm glad they gave you the dates of the decade. Yeah, that really helps me a lot. Software totals, in some cases, are similar to volume seen in the current 2000s decade. I don't care. Blah, 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 blah. Skip ahead. The list only includes video game software, which for this period is, is NES, SNES, N64, Game Boy, Genesis, and PS1. As no other systems had games to sell well enough to chart amongst the biggest hits of the decade. Pokemon. Um, Boom. Number two, Pokemon. Number fucking two? Dude, for the Game Boy, 23.5 yeah. million copies. It's still the most popular like Game Boy like series of all time. What? Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Uh, what's that game called? Got two strikes on you, bro. Mm, this is gonna be a bad guess. I'm gonna say it anyways. Metal Gear Solid. Oh no, I think that actually is a decent guess. Let me see. I thought I saw Metal Gear on there, but it might not be solid. I think Metal Gear. Oh no, Metal Gear Solid number thirty for the PS One. Nice. That's what nice. I, was th- I was trying five, to think of PS One. Five million. Damn. What you got, Kyle? Super, Super Mario Brothers. Well, you're close, but it's not going to... I don't think just beg regular old Super Mario. Uh, I'll give it to you. Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay. We, we agreed on Snuck this. Snuck into the 90s. We agreed on these terms. It's true. 15 right. million copies. I'm running out of stuff. Number 4, sorry. It's number 4. 4? I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I don't think I'm right, but there was a hint involved, so I'm going to go with Gran Turismo. Yeah, that's on there. I saw it. Grand... Tur, no, dude. T O U R, Turismo. Oh, grand. Sorry, I put grand. <laughs> oh, silly me. Yes, number twelve. Eight point six million copies. Oh, I got that from Grand Theft Auto. He goes, oh, grand popped up. Nah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, I told you there's a little hint oh, in there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Donkey Kong. Yes, oh. there's plenty of Donkey Kongs. Donkey Kong Country is the highest. It's number nine, nine point three mil for the SNES. Oh, you had that here until someone jacked it. Yeah, that sucked. People would leave the system on overnight to come back and play it the next day. That's how legit that shit was. Um, oh, it's so arc okay. your face. I forgot real quick. Hold on. All right. Someone brought in. You know how the Nintendo had the Nintendo like throwback or whatever, where you could go in and have all the games on it. Yeah, dude, they did it for Atari. Ooh. And some so some kid got it for like for his birthday. And he's like, yo, I heard you guys like good video. <laughs> you guys want sucks. this? <laughs> yeah, and he brought it in and he gifted it to Brownsburg while I was there. But I mean, yeah, it's got like 50 old Atari games That's on it. awesome. And it's got two controllers. So it's 
it's obviously you know the chip is probably like the size of a pinprick. Yeah, you know, but it, it's made to look like an old Atari with the yeah, joysticks. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. Huh. I'm gonna go with the Mortal Kombat family. This could be it for the Brewer. They had a lot. They had a lot. Oh. Kyle for the win! Ah, <laughs> got him. Oh, I have to get it though. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> dang. Well, that throws. Uh, a I really, I really hope you fail. <laughs> um, I think, is, you have, I think you have two chances. I don't know why. No, he had two strikes. I've got two. Ooh, okay. I don't know why this is so difficult right now. Yeah, there's a lot of going to be head slappers here. Oh. Yeah, because you guys are getting old. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I have an excuse. I'm 40. Here. I'm a man. I have an excuse. He doesn't. <laughs> that wasn't old enough. That's then. true. No, you're right. That should have been a gimme for me. You're right. Baby Kyle. Um, <laughs> Samus. What? What? Samus. What is that? I've never even heard of that. I've never heard of Samus. Can you spell it? S A M U S. S A N? S A M U S. Oh. Really? Can you use it in a sentence? No, like it's not Samus? Like uh, the girl who's in the giant armor? Oh my god, I'm an idiot. No Legend idea. of Zelda. What am I doing? Uh, yeah. uh, Zelda was too uh, early. Zelda was too early. Number one is Tetris. I almost said Tetris, but I thought I almost said Dr. Mario. I know, too. We, we've kind of been through this. I know Tetris <laughs> seems to always pop up. We do these stump the brewers. Uh, then Pokemon, Super Mario World. Then Super Mario Land had multiple what? games. Yeah. This Super is, Mario All-Stars. This is fucking Final weird. Fantasy comes on the list. Oh, that was, yeah. that was a Legend of Zelda did have for whatever whatever OOT is, I don't know. Ocarina of Time. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Crash Bandicoot had two games. Oh, I was I thought about it. I thought uh, about Crash solid. and Spyro, they, but yeah, I didn't Spyro was good. Mm-hmm. Uh several three three crashes. Uh Tekken had multiple games ah, on the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Street Fighter. Okay, Sonic. Dr. Mario. Yeah. I almost there. guessed that, but I was like, that's with Tetris, and that's. Yeah. I thought it was too early. It's pretty fun shit, though. It is. It yeah, is. it says September 90. Oh, just barely. Yeah, just barely. Well, Tetris came out, according to this, in June of 89. So they sold 26 million, 26 million copies of Tetris. Jeez. But again, it came with all the Game Boys. Yeah, that's true. So that just means, must be, and that's how many Game Boys they sold, yeah. basically. By default. Yeah, Resident Evil, yeah, Spiral the Dragon. Oh, Tomb Raider, I bet's on there. Two, two Tomb Raiders. Yeah, I didn't think More about Pokemons, more Super Mario Worlds. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I didn't realize Street Fighter 2 had his... I always felt like, uh, well, part of it was, this, this was always my... So it was my problem growing up anyways. I got too good at the video games, and then my bros wanted to play with me. It's like, nah, dude, we're not going to play to get our asses kicked. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, nobody likes this game but me. <laughs> uh, Star Fox 64. I almost guessed. Oh, I thought about yeah. it, too, but I was Frogger? like, no. Fucking Frogger? There's a Frogger game for PS1? What is this, 1982? Mm-hmm. <laughs> F1 Race, which is a Game Boy. That must be like the very first kind of racing game yeah. for Game Boy. Super Smash Brothers, 64. I'm an idiot. Ah, WWF Warzone. That sounds fun. Rounds out the list. Wow. There's a Donkey Kong Land in there. Was it Donkey Kong Country and not a Donkey Kong Land? Interesting. Hmm. Anyway, my name is Jason. Thanks, Jason. They call me, I want to thank myself. Thank you. They call me the Funky Boss. They call me MC Pickles. I want to thank Brian. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate it, Brian. You're all welcome. Brian's been killing it at work lately. Whoop whoop! Hailing his business to kill it at work for me is basically like I don't have to do, <laughs> I don't have to listen to your shit. 
Don't leak. Don't give me so shit. So he hasn't. He hasn't caused me any problems lately, so therefore he's he's a top employee. Yes, <laughs> I blame I blame Kyle. That's Kyle. how you that's how you got to, that's how you get in the top two percent in this company is that you just don't raise the red flag constantly. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? You're the best employee we have. Handle your shit. Just punch in. Do your fucking <laughs> job. Punch out. Model employee. So Kyle too. Shout out Kyle. What up? Kyle makes me look good. Brewer's been killing it. Appreciate it, Kyle. What do they call you, sir? Uh, the bungisher, the mother of barrels. That's, that's what we've got for right now. I feel like there's room to grow, though. Bone Crusher! Chopmaster Supreme. Oh, Chopmaster like. Supreme. <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgot about that yeah. one. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fun. I didn't forget. <sighs> I tell everyone that Kyle almost killed me in the workshop. It wasn't <laughs> Kyle. It was my competitive spirit because <laughs> it's like, he's still working, so I have to keep still working, but I really want to rest, and I feel dehydrated. <laughs> I might pass out, but he's still working, and I can't do I that. I can't stop. And the next thing I know, Kyle's looking down at me going, are you all right, dude? I'm like, I'm officially the old man that he's checking on. <laughs> Damn it, that's Hey, happening. old man. Hey, old man. Are you okay, old Are guy? you okay, old guy? <laughs> it's hot. It's hot in here. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Shout Let's out Canada. Shout out US. Shout out Chile. Shout out to Iceland. Shout out UK. Keep listening. All Shout out Spain. Spain. Shout out Sweden. Did we offend you? We lost a few listeners. I apologize. <laughs> we gained them in Russia. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe they moved. Uh, maybe they just moved. Yeah. <laughs> Took a trip. <laughs> Heard Russia's lovely this time of year. Shout out Pakistan. Shout out Japan. Japan is still... Uh, Let's see. Yeah, even more. We get more listeners from Japan than we do from the UK or from Canada. Japan's our number two. Wow, thanks, Japan. Shout, shout out Japan. Australia. Keep we lost listening. New Zealand. We apologize. <laughs> I'd love to come here on vacation. Yes, do you have maybe we can talk about it. A guest room. <laughs> we can Just talk one. all about it. We Just will one. smuggle some beer over. We will. We may over, drink it on the plane ride. Over international waters. How many beers can I order at one time? <laughs> I'll just take six. <laughs> all right, fine. Six. <laughs> Hidden track. Hidden track. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I hate those hidden tracks where it's just dead air <laughs> for like 15 oh, sh- minutes. Sh- that's our hidden track. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs>